evening, good evening, Baltimore. It's Hezekiah L. Montgomery here, your host of Man in the Mirror. It's Friday night, and it's the third Friday of the month, and you know what that is. Yep, it's Perpetual Praise Friday, and I will tell you, it is our 12th one. It's been a long year. The year is almost out. But we are here to give praise and honor to the, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to give him all the praise. Good evening, Michelle. How are you doing tonight? I'm fantastic, Hezekiah. Ready just to give give the Lord praise and talk about how wonderful he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And as always, we're giving praise reports. We want to make that devil mad and lifting him up. And that is our Lord and Jesus Christ, as I said. If you want to chime in and give your praise report, you can do so by pressing the number one on the phone. And, Michelle, I'm going to have you give us um, pray for us tonight as we so we can get started. Oh, God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done for us, Lord. Seen and unseen things, Lord God. We thank you for all blessings, Lord God. We thank you for favor, Lord God. Lord God, we just thank you for being the God that you are and just for being God. Lord, we just want to give you praise tonight. Lord, we just want to talk about how wonderful and mighty and awesome that you are, Lord God. And that is why, Lord God, we give you the praise, because even though we are not too good to ourselves sometimes, Lord, you're always good to us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, for all things. We thank you for all blessings, Lord God. We just ask you to bless the show tonight, Lord God. Bless the listeners that hear what we're saying tonight, Lord God, even the ones that come back on the replay, Lord God, just bless the listeners to be able to take something away from this and to be able to give you a mighty and powerful praise for all that you have done and will do, Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Excuse me. And about tonight's show. The word says, God is spirit, and his worshipers worship him in spirit and in truth. That's a good scripture to start our 12th Perpetual Praise Friday off. I'm truly excited because God is good and has been good to me. It's near the end of the year. We've had so many exciting and special guests on the show, and our Perpetual Praise Fridays have truly blessed my soul. Even, and, I, and one thing I say, Michelle, even if it's just you and me on the air, we still have the show because the word says, where two or more are gathered in my name, there will I be in the midst. And I must back up. Today's show is about Perpetual Praise Friday 12, and since it's the Thanksgiving season, it's about being thankful. What are we thankful for? What are we truly thankful for? Because, you know, God wakes us up every morning. I'm still working on making sure I say thank you for waking me up, praising him, for even the smallest things. We're also, as I said, in the Thanksgiving season. What are you thankful for? The word says, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast fast love endures forever. His love endures forever. That love. I love that verse because his love is steadfast. You know what that means? 
resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. And I'll say that again, resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. People say they love you, but many times they say, I love you if, I love you but. But when God says, I love you, it's, it's affirmed that he does. He has that unwavering love. How many of us can say that, you know, we know people that are like that, that have that unwavering love, that love that just, you know, I'm going to love you regardless of what's going on. That unwavering kind of love, that's the type of God that we have in the show. We have that type of God that says, you know, I'm going to love you. Yeah, you're going to mess up. Yeah, I know it's coming. You got your good days. You got your bad days. But you're definitely, you know, number one on my list. Now, we may make him put him on a back burner and make him number two. I like when my pastor says, hey, you get that new car, and then all of a sudden people don't see you in church. Mm. God bless you. It's a good thing. God bless you. Blessings are a good thing. God will bless you. But you're going to make that blessing turn into a curse. Because all of a sudden you start, you know, you start missing in church or you, you know, you get that new job, you know, you start doing things that you shouldn't be doing because God has blessed you, but you decide, you know, to make the blessing more than the blesser. I'll say that again. You made the blessing more important than the blesser. We have to be careful of that because the blesser is the most important thing when it comes to to the blessing. That's why we have these praise reports. That's why we have Perpetual Praise Friday because we just can't, you know, many people say thank you. We, you know, we thank them for our food. You know, when people give us something, we always say thank you. Sometimes we want to erect a statue for some of these people today. You know, when and when they do big Big things they want to do, you know, make a statue. They got statues of football players down at the stadiums. But what about the one who went to Calvary, the one who died for our sins? You know, we don't make big statues out of that. We don't talk about We don't, some, You know, many times they say, and I said I was going to be quiet on this, but, you know, first thing they say when tragedies happen, let's pray. But they want to take prayer out of school. They want to take God out off of the money. But, for a nation that was built on Christianity, you're not talking about religion. We're talking about Christianity. You know, for a nation that was built on Christianity, it's kind of odd that we always want to take God out of everything. But as soon as something happens, let's have a moment of silence. Let's pray. So, you know, if we if we were a nation that turned to God and thanked him every day, regardless of whose religion, who's what, who's, you know, who's the president, that doesn't even matter. Because I like what I put on my page. Um, no matter who's president, God and Jesus is still king and lord and savior. So it doesn't matter who's in charge, because guess what? The, um, and I'm going to find that verse. He holds the, you know, he holds the, Kings in his palm. He can make a king sway whatever way that he wants that king to go. King slash president. Amen. Any comments, Michelle? Well, you know this this has been been a big thing, and something that I have been saying since um, you know the election because it is just. It's just amazing, and I had to take a, a second myself, so I'm I'm not faulting anybody for um, if they were feeling a certain kind of way. 
when uh, the results were revealed. I had to get myself together as well. But, you know, after a few days passed and it was so much discussion, and it was discussion everywhere, discussion with the family, discussion at work, discussion at church, just everywhere, everybody's talking about it. And um, there's a lot of um, doom and gloom, you know, going on around it. And so, you know, it's like the Lord really settled in my heart that, it doesn't really matter because as his people, we know that the word tells us that all things are working together for the good of them that love the Lord and the ones that are called. So we know that it doesn't matter what day by day is happening. It doesn't matter. But we know that in the end, You know, and I like to say that in the end, we win. We already know that. So knowing that, uh, we, you know, we can look more with more hope towards our expected end. We know what our expected end is. And so none of this matters. These, These are temporal things that are going on. You know, we're here. Yes, we're we're gonna to have to we are gonna to have to deal with it. These things are gonna to touch us in our physical body, in our natural state of being. What happens if if things go downhill with Trump or whatever? Yes, it's going to affect us, but we have to remember that this is really this is not our home and that we're not to get caught up on all the things that are going on. Because in, God is the one, like you were saying earlier, God is the one in control. It doesn't even matter, you know, who really is, is in control in this in this world. But God is in control of all things, of heaven and earth, and everything that has been created upon it. And so knowing that and knowing that he has our best interest at heart, that he has his will that will be, his will is going to, to be carried out. So we just have to take comfort in that, and that is something worthy to praise him for right there because we don't have to be worried about, you know, what is going to go on day by day with with the presidency or just in general, you know. Um, and I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to, like, keep going on and on. <laughs> But um, recently, and I, I know that's been on the been on the news a lot, um, the accident that uh, happened on uh, Frederick Road in uh, Baltimore, and a lot of people were really so sad and upset about it, and everyone was talking about that as well, and it just brought to me how quickly, you know, there was there were six people in total that were lost. And they got up, got ready for work that morning. The bus drivers were working, and the rest of the people were on the way to work. And none of them expected that their lives would end that day. But that's just how quick things can happen. 
And so when when it's my time, it's my time. But until then, I just have to give God praise and live out his purpose and plan in my life and, and try to live up to the word and, and do everything that I'm supposed to be doing. And the only one we can worry about is ourselves. The only one who we can change is ourselves. The only one we can worry about is ourselves. Keep everybody else in prayer. And as a matter of fact, one of the things that uh, we were talking about is about keeping the leaders in prayer. And and we're actually directed in the Bible to do so. So whether we, you know, like this president or not, and like what's happening or not, we need to keep him in prayer because God's will will be done. But um, I didn't mean to go on and on, but that's 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 what I was feeling right there. That that's okay because you know it has to be said the truth. You know, shame the devil and tell the truth. The truth, the devil don't want us to talk about these things because he wants us just to accept them. Yeah, but we still know that God has all power and authority. And um, I found that verse, and this is the parallel verses, Proverbs 21.1. The Lord's hand, in the Lord's hand, the king's heart, slash president, king's heart is a stream of water, and he channels toward all who pleases him. New Living Translation. The king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. New American Standard Version, whatever way you look at it, the king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. So basically, he said, God's got it. We're getting upset. Sometimes, you know what, God, you got this, because that's what he wants us to do. That is what he wants. You know what, Lord? We have to give it to you because when things get out of control, sometimes we have to let the one who has the remote control. Well, I got to write that down. When things get out of control, sometimes we have to let the one who has the remote control take care of changing changing the channels or redirecting those channels. And the new NIV says, in the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all who pleases him. So whomever is large and in charge at the moment, God's got it. You have to remember that because, you know, the, the world, the, the, the nation gets upset. Our children are upset. Our, you know, young people are upset. Everybody's upset because, but guess what? This is what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to panic. He wants to fear. The words that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. If we keep a sound mind and if we channel all that negative negative energy that you know many of us have right now and turn it into positive energy and say, you know what, we can be optimistic about it. Yes, we, we don't like it. We got to keep praying, but guess what? It's only going to be for four years. So the next four years, we just have to deal with it. And let's look at it the optimistic way and let the Lord take care of it. Because sometimes we think we're in control of everything, but God, he has the remote control right now, and he wants us to actually turn to him. And um, that was just my view on that, because we want this to be a perpetual prayer Friday. We still praise him because God wants us to praise him. 
And I always say my favorite one, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my mouth. We have to praise him even in the midst of what's going on in society right now. We have to praise him even in the midst of what's going on in our life right now. We have to praise him. We may not like it, but we still have to praise him. David went through a lot. He went through a spirit in his time when his men were about to, you know, they came back from camp and all the men, women and children were gone. And they said, oh, they blame David. Because they were gone, and then that left the camp unprotected. So they were about to stone David. They were about to go after David. But David had to encourage himself in the Lord. You know, when we have to encourage ourselves sometimes when we're going through, even, you know, even in the midst of what's going on, we have to encourage ourselves sometimes. We got to pray. We got to open up our word. We got to seek the Lord. We got to seek him like we've never sought before. Many times when we're dating somebody, yeah, we go after that person. You know, we go after that person and, you know, we want to do what we need. The man goes after the woman and sometimes the woman goes after the man. But we do what we got to do to get that person's attention, to go after them. Now, after we get them or after, you know, we get them, then we, you know, we start, you know, we can't just stop. They're going, okay, you did all that to get me. Then what are you doing now? So that means we have to seek. You know, we have to seek after the Lord. You know, we have to turn to him, talk to him, you know, pray, pray, Mm -hmm. being thankful. You know, a lot of kids, a lot of young people, we teach our young people Thanksgiving is all about just food. No, it's not not about food. It's about life. It's about being thankful. You know, I was talking to a young man today. And it just, you know, life happens. It's about, you know, things that go on in families, like the, the, the best time, you know how families travel all over. Thanksgiving is the most traveled holiday in our country. People, the, the airports are trying to give discounts now. I mean, people are traveling left and right because it's a time to be with family. You know, you know our, our siblings, our loved ones, our parents, they're not perfect. We fight, we argue, but it has to time, come time together, be thankful, come together in love. You know, it's not about eating. It's about coming together, being the Lord has given you another year to be together, another year to basically, dinner is like worship. You come together, you're praying, you're thanking God that you made it another year. Don't be all about food. Don't be all about, excuse me, Black Friday because, you know, everybody's trying to get ready for the the hustle and bustle of trying to get the sales. Let's eat all our food. Some stores are open at 6 o'clock that night. Some stores, and I like the idea, Michelle, some stores decided to close so they can be with their family. Because it's been years when people, it's been years. I mean, when I say years, you know, I ain't spring chicken anymore, but it's been years that everything has been open. Everything, uh, things have been open on Thanksgiving, so you can't go enjoy your family because you got to go to work. You can't because everybody wants to buy, buy, like those things ain't going to be there <laughs> the next day. You know, people got to realize it's all a gimmick, people. It's all a gimmick. It's all a way to say, hey, look, this stuff is is, is uh, almost like the last thing on the sale. 
so you got to get it now. Well, if it's that important, what's more important? Because we're coming to a time in our society that family is important. I talked to a young man now. Someone's going on in his family. It's like Thanksgiving is the time where we start calling family, start thanking family. Hey, come on over. I love my family in Philadelphia because they always keep track with each other on Facebook. And before, I think before um, November even come in, around, you know, even around um, Halloween, they start now. Who's having Thanksgiving? That's a good thing because family comes together and have you know, and start enjoying each other. That's a time to get Amen. together. That's a time to pray, and that's a time to be thankful. One day, one day, and it's a multi-million, multi-billion-dollar day because people are traveling. So the airlines, the trains, the cars, the gasoline—they go, they hike the gasoline prices up. So because they know it's a busy day, they take advantage of that. But we have to realize that. This because this this is Perpetual Praise Friday, but it's also one that's close to Thanksgiving. We have to be thankful. What are you thankful for? You can um, you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one. Tell us what you're thankful for. Tell us what you're praising for. Or you can log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. We have to be thankful for God wakes us up every day. Is life perfect every day? Nope. Will you have a perfect life every day? No. But with God, we got to realize that all things are possible. There's nothing impossible for God. It's impossible for us because we're just, we're just man. But with God, all things are possible. So when you read those stories about David, David was human. He made a mistake. He was a murderer and an adulterer. But he was still a man after God's own heart because after he repented, he got himself together. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up. It's that getting up that's a sign that, you know what, I'm not going to be down all the time. I'm getting up and I'm getting it right. It may take me a minute, but once you decide to get it right, that's what God, that's what God loves. It also mm-hmm. talks about, you know, Old Testament about that, you know, God loves the backslider. Because Israel messed up all the Israelites messed up all the time, and they his favorite people. But he loved them to death. It's like that child that you know just drives you crazy. You know that child every time you turn around, what you done did now? What you done did now? What's going on? But you're just waiting for that child to come back, waiting for that child to come back because you know that child one of the days going to get it right and going to stay on a straight and narrow. Any comments, Michelle? Now, I was just going to say that, um, you know, we, with with everything how it is now, everything is just so super um, commercial, and nothing is celebrated in its real meaning like it really, really should be. And we have these holidays, but we need to stop being, because a lot of times, and I'm, I'm just being honest, you know, around this time of year, people, they aren't getting excited because they're thinking about, oh, what a sacrifice Jesus made. I'm so glad he was born, and oh, let me be so thankful. But more people are going, oh, we get to eat, we're going to get presents, we, you know, we're going to get off uh-huh. work, you know, all this, this that's the, that, those are the things that are on their mind. And not that there's anything wrong with being happy to have a few days off of work. 
and and you know enjoying good food. Nothing is wrong with any of that. Even even the giving up fine, you know. But we we let that take over the real meaning of why we're even even celebrating those days. And so, you know, we do, we have to be careful. We have to be careful not to get too far swept up into this way that we, that um, the world celebrates these, this time of year, because it's not about any of that, um, you know, material, any of the material things. It's about love and family and having a spirit of of kindness and joy and peace and this this is just a sample of what we should be displaying all year long these are things we're supposed to be doing all year long um but we but we don't like some people act like Scrooge from January to November and then in December all of a sudden they you know Santa's helper so <laughs> it's like you know you can't you cannot do that. You you need to really take this thing to heart and the true meaning of it and and of the season and then you need to carry out those same, you know, traits and, and love and family and all that all year long. And is it is that difficult? Yes. But, you know, this this life and um, I, I heard you saying something about, you know, life not being perfect. But I think the biggest thing that we we all need to realize is life is neither perfect nor imperfect. Life is life. The good things that happen during your life are life occurring. And the not-so-great things and the bad things that happen, you know, as you're going on, they're just life. And so we just have to really take that to heart because we go into these ups and downs when we're thinking like, oh, my life has taken a turn for the worse or, or and we're in this euphoric state when we feel like our life is everything is just perfect. But you're absolutely right. There is no such thing as perfect. The only perfect thing that ever was on this earth was Jesus. And so we just have to realize that life is is not, you know, these bits and pieces and stories that occur to us every day, but it's a full journey that we're on, which is going to be filled with um, ups, downs, hills, and valleys. And we're going to have to navigate those. But if we can keep that spirit of love and family and faith and happiness and peace and joy all 365 days a year, it will surely help us to navigate that. 365 days a year? Come on now. you talking about every day? Every single day. Every, every hour every of every day, day, every second of every hour, yes. Wow. Well, you're not, but you're right. You are 100% correct because we, we, we live on our emotions. I don't feel like it today. Well, what if God didn't feel like waking you up that day? Then what you going to say? If, what if Jesus said, I don't feel like dying for these people? Amen. Or what if, you know, you know, Noah knew 
Noah knew, not Noah, um, Jonah knew those people that in Nineveh, he knew those people weren't going to act right, and he knew God's going to love them anyway because if they repent, he's going to do it, but he ain't want to go. But that wasn't for him to make that decision. When God tells you to do something, even though in our minds we say, I don't want to do it because I know what the result's going to be. Okay. You know, that's how our kids act sometimes. We act the same way to God. I don't want to do it because I know how you're going to do it anyway. But guess what? God told Nineveh, God told Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach the gospel. And then God had to do the rest. And that's what we have to do sometimes. He says, I will, cont- I will bless the Lord at all times. That means, as on the shelf, at 365 days a year, 24 7, 365. I think that's a song. I got to check that out. But that has to be a, that has to be something that is in our mind. 24 7, 365. Don't just be thankful when it's Thanksgiving and that turkey, you come in the house and that turkey smelling all good and delicious. And those, apple pies and pumpkin pies and sweet potato pies are just looking all delicious. And those, I'm getting hungry over here. And those muffins are just looking looking all golden brown. No, we have to be thankful and praise God every day. Even when you don't even know what's going on, we have to be thankful. You're listening live with Man of Mary with Hezekiah L. Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. We are now at a halfway mark. We're going to have a few notes from our supporters. I'll take a few minutes, and then we'll be back with more Perpetual Praise Friday 12, Being Thankful. A note from a few of our supporters, Music Instructions for Our Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you are interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to one of our instructors. Also, please join us on December 10th, 2016, for a recital performance fundraiser being held at 4443 Bel Air Road. Come see our students perform and then be treated with the great sounds of Cameron Sterrett and his jazz ensemble. We'll also be blessed with a featured guest artist, Karan Jones, the songstress of Baltimore. You're not going to want to miss this program. Go to our Facebook page and check check in on the event Eventbrite page. See you there. Another sponsor is our Curvy Balls Project. Curvy Balls Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of four-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too. And not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project, and their website is www.curvyboss.com. Got a vision, you got a dream, but it feels a million miles away. 
Uh, I may just read the whole chapter, but Psalms 103, a psalm of David. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all our sins and heals all our diseases? Who redeems our life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? Who satisfies your desires with good things? so that your youth renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice and for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. Now that's an interesting verse because it says he will not always, he will not always accuse but nor harbor his anger forever. Many times people get upset and angry, and they hold that thing for a long time. It seems like forever. But God is not like that. That He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Interesting. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. That's the interesting verse because society is so, you know, harsh, on treating people accordingly, but God is not like that. For as high as the heavens above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Hey, Michelle, question. Yeah. How far is the east from the west? Did they ever meet? Uh, No, I don't think so. You sure? I know. <laughs> you're like you're back in school, right? Where are these questions coming yeah, a from? A little bit. Little bit. But I heard I heard this question a long time ago. As where does he throw our sins? As far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed our transgression from us. As far as the east is from the west. He removes them that far. I mean, once he gets rid of them, he throws them in the sea of forgetfulness. As a father has compassion on his children, so so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Now, second time he said that, for he knows how we are formed. He remembered that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower in the field. The winds blow over it and it is gone and is and is place place remembered no more. But from everlasting to everlasting the Lord's love is with those who fear him. About the third time he said that that his righteousness will their children's children and his righteous with their children's children. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his prompts, the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, ye his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all the heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everyone, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. So God is, you know, basically in that saying that God loves us. We have to praise the Lord. 
for his mercy endure forever. Pray to the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not all the things that he has done for us. We got we got some small forget we got some small forget get getful minds. God delivered us this time, and we go back and I'm cool now. Got my new car. I ain't gotta do nothing now. Soon something happens, forgive me, cause you know I'm been going through this, and I need to get this done. And you know I need this. He saves us that from that. He delivers us from that. We go back. Yeah, I got. You know, I'm cool now. But what if God was like that? What if he said every time, you know, he did something, he just left us until he needed us? Then where will we be? I mean, you know, do we got frenemies like that. They act like they're their friends, but they're not. They're not. They're not. So where are we with that about Thanksgiving, Michelle? Well, Hezekiah. Thanksgiving is a public holiday always celebrated on the fourth Thursday in November in the U.S. It originated as a harvest festival. It's been celebrated nationally on and off since 1789 after a proclamation by George Washington. It has been celebrated as a federal holiday since 1863. During when during the Civil War, President Lincoln proclaimed the National Day of Thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens to be celebrated on the last Thursday in November. Together with Christmas and New Year, Thanksgiving is part of a broader holiday season. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest in the New World in 1621. This feast lasted three days, and it was attended by approximately 90 Native Americans or Indians, as some people call them, and 53 pilgrims. The uh, colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating days of prayer, to thank God for blessings such as military victories or the end of a drought. Mm. That's what I found. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now imagine that. They had days of prayer for celebrating military victories or the end of a drought or a good harvest. Uh-huh. We don't even do that today, do we? No. <laughs> well, maybe somebody does. I'm just saying, as a country, as you know, mm-hmm. they came together, pilgrims, they came together on a Nina and a Penta and a Santa Maria. Yeah, I, I remember a little of my, you know, history. Mm. I know I, I forget all about that. What'd you say? I said, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt your brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, I better not say too much. You're <laughs> go, like, what happened? Yeah, yeah oh, there it goes. But um, and you said it originated in 1789. Do you know that this is our 200th as a nation and 27th Thanksgiving? 227th Thanksgiving. Hmm. Amen. It started off thanking, giving praise, and now, as you said. 
commercialized. Mm-hmm. It's more about they putting Christmas out. God forbid we start talking about that. We'd be here till 11, 12 o'clock at night. But they start putting Christmas stuff out and um, doing Halloween. So you got all yep. these, I call them, they're crossing over each other. The holidays mm-hmm. are crossing over because we have forgotten as a nation what Christmas is all about, what Thanksgiving is all about. And you just taught me, because they don't teach that, that they would pray after every victory, that they would pray after every, you know, famine or after every feast. They don't talk about They don't teach our children that. They, instead, yeah. let's take prayer out of school. Let's take God's name off the money. As soon as we had 9-11, as soon as we have all these tragedies going on, with the three words that everyone always says, or always say, oh, my God. <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying this, y'all. That's just me tonight. I'm like, first, or, oh, God. Or God. So there's a God somewhere because we all know about him. But the interesting fact is that we want to get rid of him. He ain't going nowhere. That's just the devil trying to trick us. He's always been in there. He's the Alpha and the Omega. So he's the beginning and the end. He's not going anywhere. He's large and in charge. He has the remote control. So we're not in control of nothing. He can change the channel whenever he wants. Sometimes we wish he would change the channel, like, all right, God, could you change the channel, please? You know, let's try this another time. But if we, this is our 220, and I'm going to do some more research on that. 227 Thanksgiving, has it gotten better? Each one should get better, or has it gotten worse? Michelle, what do you think after 227? Well, I I think it's gotten worse. I think people are not even really showing their thankfulness for, you know, what God has blessed them with and and how he's blessed them, period. That's what you think? I mean, that's what I see. That's what you see? Yeah, people come, you know, basically people come to eat for Thanksgiving at least. People come to eat, but they're not they're not really thinking about how thankful they are to God. Wow. You know, we 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 have to get back to as they say, get back to the grassroots. I have an issue is when we if we count back cuz I like I like you know, statistics, and I like facts, that out of 227, we've gone from doing what was right to slowly over the years being slow-walked by the Satan, slow-walked by the enemy, to now we're forgetting where we came from. Families have to almost fight each other to try to get the siblings to come spend time with them. You know, you know, it shouldn't be that way. You know, 
years ago used to get together. If you ain't got all the food, how much food can we put together and have a meal together? Everybody brings something. And even if it's just popcorn and soda, you can still have Thanksgiving. Because the point, the, the whole idea of it is being thankful, period. Are you thankful? You know, are you praising him? Are you thanking him? for you know what, Heavenly Father, thank you. He don't ask for much. Be obedient, do what's right, and be thankful. That's what he wants. So after, after 227 of these, 227 of these, um, of these um, Thanksgiving feasts, we should we should have it down to a science. But do we know? We don't have it down to a science. Mm-mm. We're not even there yet. You know, we're getting further away. We're getting further away. We're not there, and we in the show. We are getting further away, and and it's and and I'm baffled trying to figure out what as what can we do as a country to help us get this right because we need to get it together. <laughs> we got to get it together, and we're not doing it. We are not doing it. Any comments? We're winding down our last 10 minutes of Perpetual Praise Friday 12, being thankful. And I'm enjoying this because the Lord has brought out a lot of facts and information. We, you know, I've, I've enjoyed just talking about it because being thankful is the most important thing. Thanking, praising him is the most important thing in our lives. But some of us, we don't understand that. Well, and T, you know, really the word directs us to to thank God even for those things that have not yet come yet because that's that's where our faith is supposed to be. So not only, you know, are we to thank him for the things that he's done like the um, pilgrims did back in the day with the the end of a, of a drought or something like that, we can thank him for those things that we can see already that we know that he's blessed us with or delivered us from or helped, you know, for us to be able to handle. You know, we can thank him for those definitely, but we're even supposed to be thanking him for what we're looking for him to do, you know, what his word said that he will do. So, you know, we have to remember that too. We're supposed to be thanking him looking forward on what what you know, he's going to be blessing us with according to his will and his word. Um, And I just wanted to Mm -hmm. read a couple of of scriptures because, you know, we were talking about how people worry so much and they're anxious about things that are going on and they just get caught up in what's happening from day to day. But, you know, even the scripture, now, and this is the thing, there's certain scriptures in the Bible that um, show us that God knows that we are still flesh. We're still human. And so we're going to just automatically or naturally will express certain things, but he gives us a but with that. He may, you know, one Mm -hmm. of them is in the word where it says be angry but to not. So he's acknowledging at that point that, he knows that, you know, we will at points at times get angry. But what he's saying mm-hmm. is, 
you know, don't curse anybody. Don't don't act evil. Don't do things that'll actually be causing you to now sin. Right. In regard right, right. to the anger. So these scriptures that I'm reading are kind of the same thing. You know, um, Philippians four and six it says, "Do not be anxious about anything." But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Amen. That's the that's the 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 what I was talking about earlier, which is thanking Him for the things that you're looking for Him to do. But with yeah, Amen. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So it's saying, don't waste time worrying or being upset about anything. Make your request known to God about whatever situation is happening in your life. But when you do it, do it by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, thanking him already because you know that he will do that for you. Amen. So that's your faith in action. And then the other one I wanted to um, read was John 14 and 1. And it says, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And, um, that, you know, that that was what Jesus was saying. And, and you know, we know we believe that Jesus sacrificed, he gave his life for us so that, you know, we can have uh, everlasting life to be reconciled back to God. And so why are, why are we worrying? Because we know that Christ made this great sacrifice for us to put us in a in a right position with God. And so like we were talking about earlier, everything God told us by his his chosen, his call, that everything's gonna work out for our good. So why why are we allowing ourselves to be troubled? So, you know, those are just you know, a couple of scriptures just to show that, you know, we really need to be trusting in God and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that he has our best interest at heart and that they, we have nothing to worry about. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We're winding down to our last less than five minutes. There's another scripture that I love that the Lord gave me. And when I first heard it, it really got to me. And in Psalms 91.1, whoever dwells in the shadow of the most, shelter of the most high, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty now. That's God. Because if you think about it, it says whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow. That means a shadow has no substance. A shadow is almost like you can't even express what a shadow is. Scientifically, they can tell you, but it's a reflection of something. So we can basically rest in his reflection, you know, of the Almighty. You can rest in the shadow. Now, that is, that's power. Because Amen. if we dwell in, the, in his shelter, dwell in him, we can find rest in his shadow. We can't find rest in our friend's shadow. We can't find that 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 has to be God's power that I can rest in his shadow of the most high. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. So to me, when I I like I had to think about that, that is awesome. I can rest in yeah, your yeah. shadow. 
I can rest in I ain't got a word about it. I can rest in your sherry, regardless of what's going on. If I just dwell with you, I ain't even got to be with you. If your shadow, it's almost like the woman, you know, who knew she would be healed if she can just touch the hem of his garment. She ain't say, I got to mm-hmm. touch you. I just need to touch the hem of your garment. And David, in the scripture, was saying back in that psalm, is whoever dwells in the in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And I'm like, wow, who? How can can you find rest in anybody else's shadow? Anyone's shadow? Hmm. Scientifically speaking, a shadow is a space where light from a light source is blocked by an opaque object. It occupies all the three-dimensional lines behind the object with light in front of it. The cross-section of the shadow is a two-dimensional silhouette or reverse projection of the object blocking the light. So now that's scientific. But with all that, can anything that I say, that I just said, that I just read, can I rest in all that? Can we rest in that, Michelle? In the in the natural shadow? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. That wasn't so hard for you to say, but <laughs> it's just you know what I'm what I'm saying as I said is realistically we can't rest in the natural shadow. But in a spiritual shadow, we can and we can find rest when those days that you are tired, you can find rest in God's shadow because He is there to help us out. Any last comments and shows we're closing out? Oh, I I don't have anything more to add. I think I think we've really um just been talking about how we need to have that spirit of thanksgiving and thankfulness and praise um for God just all year round and and in in every instance and for everything even things that have not yet manifest themselves and so I think that that's the the lesson tonight amen 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 I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening and praising with us this evening. This was a good show because praise was going on, and we were talking about being thankful for the Thanksgiving season. We're not praising him just one time. We're making this thing a constant thing. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. And as always, this is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off. And we'll see you at the mirror.